Hi, I'm Connie Loises. And this is Alex Gove. And this is Strictly VC Download. It's Thursday, March 5th, and the big story of the week is still coronavirus. The stock market is going up and down, and big events like Google I.O. are canceling. Connie, you went to an event this week. What was it like? I did go to an event this week, and it was fun, and it was nice to see people, honestly. It was great to get offline, frankly. Whenever I'm online, I get so depressed looking at Twitter and all these coronavirus experts. But the reality was there were more than 1,300 people there, and it was it was fun. It was it was great to talk to people. You had to be very mindful of not touching your face, which was harder to do than I thought. Uh, you know, you suddenly realize how often you just try to bat something away from yourself. Your natural instinct also is to like go in for the hug or shake somebody's hand. So you know, even just doing the elbow bumps felt very unnatural. Yeah, I always start off with the best of intentions. I'll try and fist bump somebody, but by the end of it, I'm always shaking hands or hugging them. <laughs> and also, I'm sure you saw that. Microsoft and Twitter, other companies are starting to encourage employees to work from home if they can. It's still really hard to get a sense of what's happening out there, but it's certainly starting to affect business. And in fact, Sequoia Capital just released a memo today, or at least they made it public today, a memo that they had sent out to their portfolio CEOs about watching out. They have offices around the world, and they, as they said, have firsthand knowledge of the coronavirus's effects on global business. And so they said, Definitely expect a drop in activity, expect supply chain disruptions, expect curtailment of travel and canceled meetings. They think it could be several quarters to contain the virus and even longer than that for the economy here and elsewhere in the world to regain its footing. So that means, bottom line, more cost cutting, I think, for now. And that's not going to be great for a lot of companies. We're already seeing layoffs Oyo Hotels this week laid off 5,000 people out of 25,000, or maybe maybe it was out of 30,000, but that's a lot of people. Another company, Boosted Boards, whose product I know you like, Alex, uh, they make skateboards and uh, e-scooters, said yesterday that it's laying off a significant portion of its workforce. It's depressing. Yeah, that's a tough one. One entrepreneur who definitely has to watch his bottom line is Anthony Lewandowski, who founded an autonomous trucking company called Auto, which was purchased by Uber in 2017. A court ruled that Lewandowski and his co-founder, Lior Ron, had taken trade secrets when they left Google and started their company. Lior Ron decided that he wanted to settle the lawsuit, but Lewandowski fought the lawsuit, and a court ruled that he had to pay $179 million, forcing Lewandowski to declare a personal bankruptcy yesterday. It's a brutal ending to a very long saga. It sure is, Connie. But now... On a lighter note, the interview. <laughs> this one was fun. We talked with Jason Kang, who is the founder and CEO of an infection prevention startup called Kinos that has a very timely offering. Its products colorize disinfectants in hospitals here in the U.S. and around the world. And it's an answer really to a very big problem and not just because of the coronavirus. But before we get there, time for our sponsor.
Are you spending too much time on paperwork rather than building investor relations? Up to 80% of subscription documents are submitted incorrectly during fund formation. Anduin's paperless solution digitizes subscription documents for funds and special purpose vehicles. With Anduin, you can monitor the progress of LPs in real time, close faster, and save thousands in legal fees. Arrange a demo and get a 20% Strictly VC discount. Hi, so we are so excited this morning to be talking to Jason Kang, the founder of Kinos. You have a really interesting company. I know you just were funded. Congratulations. Thank you so much. So Jason, I'm aware that you started this company while a student at Columbia. Tell us a little bit about its origin story. Yeah, I mean, I think we have a pretty fun origin story. So myself, my two co-founders, Catherine and Kevin, were all undergrads at Columbia University in our junior year. And this was October 2014, during the height of the Ebola outbreak in West Africa. Mm-hmm. And Columbia had this design challenge to help the healthcare workers there. And what was really neat is that they actually brought nurses and doctors from the field. And one of the biggest problems that they mentioned over and over again was that ineffective decontamination and human error is literally killing them. If only there was some way they could see what they were doing. And that's really how we came up with the idea of colorized disinfection. And so the problem that we really identified is that there is a lot of human error. The disinfectants that people are using, bleach, alcohol, whatever it is, they're all transparent. Mm -hmm. So when you apply to the surface, it's actually quite difficult to make sure you've covered everything. And then a lot of these disinfectants also have a contact time, which is the time it needs to sit on the surface to inactivate the pathogens. If you don't let it sit there for long enough, you touch a wet spot too early or you wipe it off too early, the pathogen can still be active and that's how infections can also spread. Right, actually this has affected me personally. Uh, My grandmother passed away. She was at a very advanced age, but uh, it was ultimately a hospital infection that got her. So tell me, how has the product changed since you launched the company? Yeah, um, so we actually have two products. So the first one is called Highlight Powder. And so what we actually do is we created a patented color additive platform that's meant to be combined with existing disinfectants that hospitals and healthcare settings are already using. So we're not competing or replacing these disinfectants, but rather combining our product with them so that it can be used more effectively. So our first product, Highlight Powder, is, as you can imagine, it's a powder that you dissolve into bulk liquid solutions of bleach. And then you can then use this Highlight Enhanced Solution to disinfect surfaces. So it's colorized blue. So when you apply it to a surface, you can actually see where you have and have not covered so you don't miss a spot. And then the color will actually then fade from blue to colorless after a few minutes. And that provides real-time visual feedback to help the healthcare worker know that disinfection is done. So it's as easy as giving it to a person saying, make sure everything is blue. Once the color is gone, you've done a good job. And really trying to overcome language, training, education barriers, especially for people who are disinfecting for the first time. Hey, Jason, it's Alex. This product lives in a hospital setting. Did you have to go through a myriad of tests to certify that it was suitable for that kind of environment? Yeah, I mean, I think it's really important, as with any product being used in a medical or healthcare setting, that you do do a very rigorous battery of tests to make sure that it's safe and effective, especially when lives are on the line. So 
we did have to do a lot of third-party testing to make sure that adding our highlight additive to these disinfectants wouldn't reduce the potency of the disinfectant itself. So we have data showing that bleach alone versus bleach with highlight, for example, same contact time, same log kill. And we've also done um, safety testing to show that highlight has the lowest possible score in the primary irritation index. So if you get it on yourself, it's totally safe. And then, Jason, I guess, what's the sales process and how many hospital systems are you working with now? Yeah, so our first product, Highlight Powder, was really designed to target epidemic outbreaks. So we have made a number of sales to humanitarian organizations for various outbreaks. So we have deployed that product in Liberia and Guinea, Haiti, DR Congo, and Uganda, and we recently had a couple shipments go out to China for the ongoing coronavirus outbreak. Our second product, Highlight Wipes, is really designed more for hospitals here in the US. And the reason being that a lot of hospitals tend to use wipes and not sprays. You don't see a lot of people hosing down patient rooms. And so the way that technology works, it's actually a physical lid device that attaches on top of existing wipe canisters. So if you imagine like uh, you know, a bucket of bleach wipes, um, we have our lid go on top of that. As the wipes get fed through our lid, it'll get impregnated with our highlight color chemistry. And then you have this colorized wipe, which you can then use to wipe down bedside tables, bed rails, bathrooms, countertops, and so on. We did a soft launch of that product back in December 2019 um, in a couple of hospitals, and the feedback was really positive. We've received repeat orders, which I think is a pretty good validation that they liked it. And we're doing a larger launch this summer, and we're using the funding we just got to help us ramp up our manufacturing and create inventory. So if you're able to improve thoroughness of cleaning by X percent, how much does that translate into dollars? It's not a direct correlation, but studies have shown that about 50% of surfaces in healthcare settings are missed or not cleaned properly, and that if you are able to improve thoroughness of cleaning and cleaning technique, you can reduce infections by up to 80%. And hospitals right now, it's a $45 billion annual problem in terms of direct medical costs, reimbursement penalties, and so on. So if you are able to effectively reduce 80% of infections, that's a, on, on the scale of billions of dollars saved. Sure. $45 billion is, is a huge market. I have to ask, is there any thought or consideration toward creating a consumer-facing product? Definitely. I think that we, we're starting with hospitals right now because this is a big problem that happens every day. About one out of every 25 to one out of every 30 people that stay in a hospital will actually get an infection from the hospital, which is pretty ironic considering that, you know, you go to a hospital to get care and treatment, not to become more sick. And, you know, I think that once we have established our, a, a foothold in the hospital market, the next most obvious uh, use case would be consumer, especially with uh, the ongoing coronavirus outbreak. I think prevention and effective hygiene is kind of top of mind for everyone. And, you know, having this new funding round will probably also allow us to accelerate our development for those kinds of products. Who do you consider your most direct competitors to be? So we don't actually have any direct, direct competitors right now. There are a lot of other infection prevention companies. There's you know UV light companies, misters and foggers, all those quality control tools I mentioned, like the ATP bioluminescence and fluorescent gel markers. But we are the only company that's really pioneering colorized disinfection, which is, it's, it's interesting for multiple reasons. Uh, I think one of the hardest parts is that we're essentially creating a new market. Mm -hmm. And, you know, going back to your question earlier about how do hospitals value this, a big challenge for us is 
convincing hospitals to spend more money. You know, we're not like something that's more efficient or faster that they can just replace with something they already have. They have to create a new budget for it. But, you know, in addition to kind of the obvious impact of being able to improve cleaning technique and then reducing infection rates, we kind of market the product as a suite of solutions. Hospitals also have a big problem right now where they have these HCAP surveys from the government where patients will actually rate certain things like patient perception of room cleanliness. And then this survey actually directly impacts reimbursement rates for hospitals. Hmm. So one of the great things about having such a visual technology like Highlight is that it's a great way to engage the patient and educate them and show them that the hospital is investing in cutting edge technology to improve their safety. And hopefully that will improve patient satisfaction. We actually published a paper showing that adding highlight to bleach will actually reduce bleach's corrosiveness. A lot of people complain that bleach will damage the equipment, the stainless steel, the countertops, etc. So we can actually help hospitals save money on capital expenditures. And I think the most interesting one actually is kind of around the workplace morale. A lot of the environmental services staff, you know, they often feel like they're at the bottom of the totem pole. Nurses and doctors will kick them out before they're done cleaning. And they have this really important job of patient safety, but they don't get that kind of respect. So by giving them a tool like Highlight, you know, you're really empowering them to do the best job possible. And the, and the hospital management is showing the staff that they really trust them with this responsibility and are investing in tools that will help them do their job. Can I just ask about the patents for the technology? Do the patents cover the addition of a marker to a disinfectant or are they more specific than that? Yeah, I mean, we have multiple patents issued and uh, a lot more than that pending still. So we've covered composition of matter, so the formula of highlight itself. We've also patented the actual dispensing mechanism for our lid device. And then we've also, as you mentioned, covered the method of use of combining a color additive with disinfectants. It seems sort of like a no-brainer for disinfectant companies to do this. What if they were to produce a, a product like yours? It's definitely been on their radar. But the challenge is that it's very difficult to get a color to last in a container of disinfectant at point of manufacture and get it to fade on the surface at point of use. And especially difficult to get it to fade in a certain amount of time. So the way that we kind of got around that is by creating a point of use additive. So for example, for a highlight wipes device, only as the wipe goes through our lid right before you use it does it get impregnated with the chemistry and then you can wipe it on the surface and it'll fade away and in that way we have much more control over how the color is dispensed and the the intensity of the color and the color fading time what about with the other product which is an additive that's added directly to a bucket of disinfectant yeah uh, that's an awesome question so we we're very proud to say that when you add our powder to a bucket of bleach for example it'll last in the bucket for five hours um, and then when you use it on a surface it'll fade in about three three minutes getting that separation of time was actually really really hard but generally speaking especially in the field a worker's shift is about four hours so usually the use cases a healthcare worker would make highlight bleach at the beginning of their shift spray it on surfaces and then they'd be done with it it's interesting. Uh, I just saw a story on TechCrunch about a robot that sprays bathrooms. You guys should team up because it seems like a, a natural partnership there. You know, even though, you know, a lot of these technologies are complementary to each other, I think an important point is that 
nothing right now replaces the need for someone to go in with a chemical disinfectant and wipe down surfaces. Even if you have you know, UV lights in every single room, you really need friction to wipe away blood, dirt, sweat, bio burden. Mm-hmm. That act of disinfecting surfaces is always gonna be a key part of infection prevention. So um, you know, I think that we're the only company that's really addressing that human behavior aspect of this always mandatory part, whereas a lot of the other infection prevention technologies are supplementary to that. Can I just ask one more question? What has the coronavirus meant for your business? How has it changed the way that people react to your story? I think that, you know, even during our current fundraise, and when we're talking to a lot of healthcare VCs, I think most people, when they think about innovations in healthcare, they think of med devices, pharma, diagnostic tools, and software and IT. Very little attention gets paid to prevention, because I just think in general, it's kind of it's more difficult to measure a direct outcome of prevention rather than treatment. But now that coronavirus is hitting the airwaves and it's all anyone's talking about, I think people are taking a lot more precautions, which is awesome. It's great to see. And the importance of prevention is being highlighted, no pun intended. So for us, we've definitely been able to increase some sales. We have some product uh, in transit to China right now to help with the COVID-19 response. And we're actively engaged in discussions for potential use cases here in the U.S. But I, I do think that, you know, we're really in this for the long term. It's not just about responding to epidemics, but really trying to standardize a level of infection prevention that will be used around the world. That's great, Jason. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. And we wish you a lot of success in your company going forward. Thanks so much, Connie and Alex. That's our show for this week. Sorry it's a bit short, but we have to bid on a case of Purell on eBay. It's currently priced at $400, a real steal. (laughs) It's used, but it's in excellent condition. If you like these conversations, please remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Also, stay tuned because on Monday in Strictly VC, we have an interesting story that's a little bit unprecedented in the world of startups, and I think it will be of interest to a lot of you. Thanks. Mm -hmm.